Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic. We're your hosts, singer-songwriter and filmmaker Marcia Novelli. And music web designer Ross Barber. We're pleased to welcome music publicist and blogger Angela Mastro Giacoma to the show. Angela is the owner of Muddy Paw PR and Infectious Magazine and has worked with a wide range of musicians. Angela also started Balanced Breakfast in Toronto, which I have attended, um, which is a weekly meetup which encourages artists to network uh, by eating breakfast together. And she is currently <laughs> launching more of these groups across the US and Canada. We're excited to chat with her about her career so far and what advice she would offer to artists and aspiring music industry professionals. Hi, Angela. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you hey. for putting up with uh, me trying <laughs> to say that intro. <laughs> that was my third attempt. My first attempt. That's yes. it, it was totally my yeah. first attempt, actually. <laughs> totally. So, you're a seasoned pro, Marcio. <laughs> it's because you wrote it, Ross. <laughs> if I wrote it, I probably would have nailed it. <laughs> Okay, so let's let's uh, get awkward. Tell us three things about yourself that everyone should know. Uh, okay, let's see. I really love chocolate. I'm super passionate, mm. and my dog is definitely my best friend, and I'm completely okay with that. I think you. I can agree with the. I can relate to the first two. I don't have a dog, but um, I, I, I'll, I'll trade in your dog, like for in in place of one of my your kids. kids. <laughs> one of my kids. <laughs> Just want, well, you know, both of them, okay, yeah, let's just leave it at that. Okay, so what do you say? You love chocolate. I'm with you. You're very passionate. I'm with you. And one of my sons is my best friend. <laughs> well, River can't speak yet. So, you know, it would make sense at the moment, Skylar. No, I think, I think it's just better that if, if, like, in 20 years, they look back and find these old, like, weird podcast interviews <laughs> that dad used to do. And they're just, they're like best friends and they're like listening to this. And then that just destroys them because it's like for yeah. the rest of their life. And I'm dead. And I guess in 20 years, I don't know why I died in like some sort of like Sorry. really, no, it's really, it's a really beautiful way that I went or I just disappeared or something like that. And they're sitting there and for the rest of their lives, they're going to try to determine which one I was referring to. This is the kind of things, this is the kind of like mild uh, <laughs> child torment that I like to put my kids through. Just the mild stuff, the stuff that lasts for like 20, 30 years, you know, That's the and, and uncle Ross is going to have to pick up the pieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, that's what it's gonna be like yeah okay yeah so angela um you started infectious magazine as a music blog and then branched out into pr uh what made you decide to go down the pr route well i knew that i wanted to work um in the music industry at that point and i knew that i wanted to be self-employed and i had been on the receiving end of press releases for so long that it kind of finally sparked in me that i could make a living doing what i loved promoting artists and kind of doing it differently than I felt it was being doing, uh, being done. And so I took what I did and didn't like from all those years of receiving press releases, and I applied those practices to my own company. Um, but yeah, it was really just kind of because I wanted to keep helping artists, but I also wanted to feed myself, and that was a good path to be able to do that. I love that. Yeah. So it comes I mean, from a very... Um, 
I was just going to say, it seems to come from a very honest, passionate place. Yeah. Like it's not, yeah. uh, you know, some people, because some people get into careers uh, for all different reasons. You know what I mean? And sometimes the, the idea that the, the drive for money is right up there, you know, or the drive for, for fame or the drive for um, power, you know, and control. Uh, it doesn't seem like that's the angle you take. No, I mean, this is, this is not an industry to make money in, for no. sure. So that's, that one's off the table. I'm unless happy just like, to be able to support myself. Unless you have like one of like two jobs in the music industry. <laughs> There's like a couple jobs where you can make money. But that's just yeah. not it. Well, and even that is, is quite a path to even yeah. get to that point. But. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, because you mentioned uh, like one of the reasons that, that you, you started Muddy Pop PR is because you've been on the receiving end of press releases and you saw a lot of things you didn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been getting quite a few press releases. Uh, well, I say press releases in the loosest possible <laughs> way. Uh, like, well, I'm, I'm going to say a few of the mistakes I think people make, but I'd love to hear some examples maybe that you've received. Obviously, naming no names. Um, I'm gonna jump, no, I'm going to jump in here. I'm just going to say, when we receive an email that says, Dear Sir or Madam. Or to whom it may concern. Yeah. We'd love to be on your TV show. Or we'd love <laughs> to be featured in your magazine. Yeah, that's what we got. We'd love to be featured in your oh. magazine. So yeah, you know, you know from then on, that's going to be a great relationship. <laughs> that's rough. Yeah, what are some of the terrible ones you've had? I don't think I've had any that are that bad, thankfully. They tend to know that it's a blog. Um, but well, you're one step ahead of us there. <laughs> but the thing is, for me, I became, I think I've become more jaded over the years, and <laughs> which Haven't I guess it all? happens. Yeah. <laughs> you get older and you're like, ah. Uh, cynical. Uh, yeah. <laughs> everything sucks. <laughs> so I have submission guidelines on infectious. Uh, they're not terribly difficult to find. But one of the things that gets under my skin is when people don't pay attention to them. Uh, I kind of just trash them now. You know, if it's, a, if it's a PR company that I've worked with a lot, then it's an exception for better or worse. But especially for bands on their own submitting, if, like, it's getting thrown in the trash. Uh, if you didn't, Because one of the guidelines is to have a specific headline. So I know right away if they've paid attention or not. And if they haven't, then I feel like if you haven't bothered to pay attention then why should I bother to pay attention? Agreed. Um, yeah. Because bloggers, I mean, bloggers are not getting paid. To, and that's something that gets under my skin too with PR and, and why I personalize all the campaigns for Muddy Paw is because publicists get paid, bloggers don't. So I feel like it's up to the publicist to pay attention and, and do them that courtesy and like have that respect. So I think just personalizing it, for one, read the submission guidelines know the person's name if it's on there and if it is address them a lot of people spell their names funny now so like double triple check it make sure you're spelling it right um and then i always bands hate to compare themselves to other bands but (laughs) but it really is crucial if you just say oh we're a rock band like well that does nothing but if if you give me some yeah so but if you say like oh we sound like you know this band or this band and you give me something to work off, then I can go, okay, I either know pretty quickly if myself or my writers are going to like that kind of music, Mm -hmm. and I can get it to the appropriate party. 
Well, let's talk about Balanced Breakfast a little bit because I've attended uh, several of them. Uh, Not recently since I've had my second little one. He's only three months. So I I haven't gone since then, which thank you for understanding. But um, yeah, (laughs) it's... it's, um, Um, but, you know, tell us about the adventure you're going on launching these uh, across the U.S. and Canada. And uh, tell us a little bit about how it started and how you've gotten involved. When I was in San Francisco, I was really desperate to find friends. Like, because, you know, you're a transplant. I work from home. So I was really interested in finding something to get me out of the house. And I had emailed this blog to try and just get a feature on there in general about Muddy Paw. And he said, hey, I run this this weekly music industry meetup. And so that's how I got involved. And I absolutely fell in love with it. It's, you know, I don't particularly care for San Francisco, but their music scene is unbeatable as far as the community feel. And so when I left to move back home to Boston, um, I talked to the, the guy that runs it, Stefan, and I'd said, you know, can I start this in Boston? And he was like, yeah, that's awesome. And the same thing when I moved to Toronto. And so after that, I feel like, I don't want to give myself too much credit here because I don't know what their plans were, but I feel like it opened the door for allowing it to expand past San Francisco and East Bay, which were the only two at that time. And so since then, now it's in, uh, I think, seven different cities, Um, a bunch are in California. There's one that just started in Denver. I'm starting one in Nashville. So they've really opened up. And I decided recently to kind of travel the country and bits of Canada and, you know, start Balanced Breakfast and, and kind of assess the different music communities. And it's always really interesting to see how they are, you know, how different cities respond to that stuff. So that's kind of the big adventure I'm on. And I think Balanced Breakfast is, I mean, I love it. Like, I think it's such, I still have connections and uh, make connections and, and get actual work and everything through San Francisco Balanced Breakfast. And I haven't been there for like nine or ten months. Oh, so. Wow. Yeah, it's it's been a really great way to it's good for career growth and it's also good for, you know, personal growth and friendship. So if there is a balanced breakfast in your city, I highly recommend checking it out. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Because, uh, I mean, I think we talk about networking quite a lot on the show, and we don't really like the term networking, but it's, it's, you know, it, it's what it's a, everyone it's knows. It's a business it's term. It's yeah. a business yeah. douche term. It's like, hey, hey, Ross, do you want to come with me to go network? Let's go network. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's have a powwow. A powwow. You guys ready <laughs> for a powwow? That. Yeah. But, but, I mean, let's you know, obviously, we say the word networking, everyone knows what it means. So, you know, it's it's so important to be meeting new people, whether they're related to the music business or not like obviously preferably they will be related to the music business but you know you need to be making connections make it clear what you do what you can offer to other people and you know i think it's great that you're still getting work from a balanced breakfast meetup that you've not been to in nine or ten months it kind of goes to show that not all networking you do is instant like you you know you'll make a connection but it doesn't mean that something's going to come out of it straight away it might be months later that someone goes I remember I met this awesome girl, Angela, and she has pink hair and she's, she does, she has a PR company. I need PR. Um, and then they get in touch with you. And it's, uh, I think it's something that I was taught a lot when I was studying was the power of networking. And we all were just so bored by the thought of mm-hmm. networking. Cause we thought it was going to be a bunch of people going to a room, you shake hands, you give out business cards and yeah. that well, was there are some of those. There, there is that, but like that's what we thought networking was. But uh, it's not so much now. You've got social media. You've got meetups like Balanced Breakfast that are more casual. That you know makes networking fun. Um, 
and there needs to be more of that. So it's it's well, great. I think. You know, I think that we need a different term for it. That's what I think it is because uh, networking to me just sounds so ingenuine. But you know, with balanced breakfast and with with you know us meeting and all these different kind of relationships uh, budding and, and growing, it, it's it is genuine. You know, I think the difference is um, meeting people that you honestly click with. Right. You know, and sure, if there's a business relationship, I, you know, that can blossom from that too. Like that's good. But you know, the world's a big place. Don't work with people that you don't like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's. I think it's about meeting people that are you want that are decent people, but that you can also work with. So, like, what would you call it if you went out to try to make a friend? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if people consciously like, consciously do that, but keeping yourself open to that kind of relationships, I guess. You know, so we need a new term. That's what I need because well, you're, I, yeah. You know? I mean, you're right. That's all it is, really. It doesn't have to be this big scary thing. No. It's just going out and making friends, basically. Yeah. I mean, there are all levels, different levels of yeah, exactly. There's different yeah. levels of friendship. They don't have to be your best friend, but no, of course, yeah. It's and like Ross was saying, I think that's a really good point about it being long term. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, it's the same thing with PR. You know, I'll, I always tell clients. It's great if you if for the short term stuff, the placements, but the real value is in the long term of like people remembering your name and stuff. And it's the same thing with networking. It it tends to pay off when you least expect it. Yeah. Yeah. Ross and I have had long conversations about how important it is for us to like our whole teams around us, our whole team around us. Um, for me, I I want to I want to know them. I don't want to just. Like obviously, as you go through your career, you work with people, and okay, that didn't really work out for one reason or another. Right. But I like having people around me that um, I like that I can I can just be like, hey, how's it going? Like you, you can be friendly with too, and it's not just such a you know a business venture because uh, that that doesn't work for me. Maybe it works for other people. For me, I and I think that's kind of the level they're at too. You know what I mean? You you want to have these long lasting relationships where you're you're going on the path together. You know. Um, yeah. that's, I think that's where you're going to, as an artist, I'm speaking for, for other artists, I, I guess it's like, um, you, you want someone who's going to be there on your side and not just because you handed them money, someone who wants to be there by your side yeah. for long, cause uh, you know, which I wanted to ask you too. Okay. Um, as a publicist, you know, when do you think a band's ready for it? And please, there's a lot of people who don't even understand what that is, what you do and like why a band needs a publicist and when they do. So please. Go and tell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I think people don't understand publicity at all, really. Um, like I was saying about the short and long-term goals, I think a lot of bands have this misconception that you just pay somebody and you get whatever you want. And I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's an American thing or like it's where you can buy whatever you want. I, I don't know where it comes from, but I've had bands just, you know, they're, they're brand new bands and they're like, we want to be on alternative press. And I'm like, well, it's a goal for sure, but that's yeah. not going to happen in this campaign. No. Um, so I think having realistic expectations yeah, yeah. is for sure. But for me, a band is ready for PR when everything else is in order. So like having your socials in order is, is super important to me. And I don't even mean having a lot of likes. I just mean frequent updates, interacting with your fans, uh, looking like you're alive. It's, it's, it's really, I mean, when I go, when a band submits for PR and I'm like, they, even if it's been like a week that they haven't had a post, I think this band's probably not that active. So I would say, you know, it's not necessarily a deal breaker, but I'll say you have to be willing to put in the effort to be updating, you know, basically daily and interacting with people and um, you can't be lazy about it. So I think it's important to have all that stuff in order 
have a neat website, everything like that. And then have something new to push because yep. if you don't Get have Ross any... to make your website. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry. Yeah. You need something to push. You need something. You do. That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it, the it whole point. A new album is I think the best thing of course, mm-hmm. but it can, I mean, we've done campaigns around like new singles or new music videos or mm-hmm. tours. That's fine. As long as there is something, um, and then bands also, <laughs> they have this misconception. I've had a couple bands sometimes email me, and I say, well, your, your album's been out for about a year now. And they say, yeah, but no one's really heard it, so we could just, like, pull it, and then nobody would know. I'm like, mm, no, it's still been out. Like, it, it, that's not new just because you take it offline. You know, people are going to know. So, yeah, and, and then the biggest advice I have is just kind of making sure you click with your publicist. And it's okay if you do <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, there's the first dog bark. I we know. talked about this. She warned us about before the interview. I did. I don't think your dog agrees with you, or unless your dog I is know. saying, that's right, you got to click. Well, yeah, I'm not even sure what he's. That was such a weird bark because normally it's like a full on, you know, bark. This is just he a gruffle. No, he doesn't like Ross. That's what it is. Sorry, Ross. It's just... <laughs> but I like him. Yeah, you have to click with, you have to click with your publicist. I, I think, sure. uh, you know, you have. I mean, I mean, I'm sure, you know what, I'm sure there's a lot of artists out there that are working with, um, and, and vice versa, that are working with uh, people that they don't click with, but maybe they're in a position where, like, things are just being dumped, like, maybe on the major level, you know, major label level, things are just being kind of done for them. But, you know, it's particularly on the indie label, sorry, on the indie label, whether you're in a label or not, um, you're often building your own team, you know, and build a strong team that you want to have around you. You know, it's kind of like, remember when we were, when we were younger, I don't know if you ever heard this, but when you were younger, it's like people judge you not by your, not just by yourself, but the people you surround yourself with too. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that is, that is kind of true to a point, you know, yeah. you do want to surround yourself by, with good people. That, but you uh, want people who, yeah. who believe in you and mm-hmm. like, I always, you know, different publicists work different ways. I always have to at least like the music but if i only like the music and i'm not super in love with it then i have to be in love with the person like i have to be in love with their passion um it's got to be one or the other either in love with their music or in love with their passion Um, because i understand that i you know taste is subjective so Mm -hmm. as long as it's decent quality and i like it you know if the person the person is is more than half the battle because i always tell my artists that they need to really let their personality shine on social media and stuff because I really think that more than your music, people fall in love with your personality. And so oh, it's yeah. super crucial. Yeah, we're yeah. in the age right now where it's about, uh, I think it can be the most genuine time of the music industry right now because it's about being yourself and just mm-hmm. letting that shine and amplifying that in social media. You know, um, it's not about being someone phony or fake or, you know, it's just be yourself, amplify it, share it with people. And, uh, yeah, that's what it's about. I mean, so I, I, I'm going to refer to Jared Leto now, Ross. I, I always refer to Jared Leto. He's always like, he always refers to Jared Leto. <laughs> once an episode, I do. every episode. No, once every three. No, I'm going to use him as an example because he's someone who I think a lot of people are just fans, as myself, or, or admirers, I guess, of, of, of just him in everything he does. You know what I mean? And there's, a, there's several people like, you know, Brandon Boyd's another one for Lead Singer Vancouver's. Um, you know, he's an artist, he's a singer, he's a songwriter. He's, he, and you become a fan of that person because they, not just because of their, of their art, which I it's one of the most important, but also just like you said, because they've put themselves out there and you, you start to like them. You start yeah. to like what they believe in, what they share, you know, they're kind of, so it's really important to just put yourself out there. Yeah, because you know? I find sometimes 
if I like someone's music but don't love it, I get to know the person on social media and then I maybe go back and listen to the music deeper. I listen to it in a different way than mm-hmm. I did before. And I'm like, because I feel like I know them, I feel like I've got more of a connection to the music now. And I do start to, it starts to move up from like to yes. love. And then Absolutely. I also want to buy their merch and I want to go to their shows. I want to make love to them. Yeah, it's okay. Marcio, don't reveal our secret emails. <laughs> um, but no, it, it's happened to me so many times with, with artists that I've liked, but then when we've actually got into a conversation or I've seen the kind of stuff they post, I'm like, yeah, I totally agree with that. We're on the same wavelength. And then it does just, it just elevates things. And I don't think people understand like how much like showing their personality as long as they've got a good personality. Yeah, not if you're a racist, <laughs> you know? bigot, homophobe, then yeah, like, go away. <laughs> no, group for everyone, right? But, no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, exactly. Just let your best self shine through, and also I think uh, being a little vulnerable is okay too. You know. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, yeah. that's that. That's 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 what that's that attracts me to a person. You know, when someone's vulnerable and they don't have this this wall up and they can just be themselves. You know, and flaws and all, because that's what's beautiful about people. Yeah. There's this this <laughs> artist. She goes. Um, her name's Charlotte Erickson, but she goes by the yes. last. <laughs> she was our third, third guest. She's so <laughs> like she's she's that's, that's who she is, right? She just puts everything that's out hilarious. there, and it works wonderfully for her. Like she has yeah, done really well for herself as an independent artist. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. She and she's just super like, genuine. Yeah. 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 Are you ready for uh, twenty questions, Angela? Okay. Don't be scared. I don't think I, <laughs> I, don't think I feel any... Uh, terrified. Any... Okay, I'm going to start this one. Yeah, maybe you should do that. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee. Meat or veggies? Veggies. Ooh. CD or vinyl? CD. Twitter or Facebook? Facebook. The Smiths or The Cure? The Cure. Yoga or yogurt? Yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> I, as, a, as a side note, yes. if anyone knows of yoga that doesn't make me feel like I'm joining a cult, I would love to try it. But I can't. I get <laughs> I so yoga. bored. Awesome. I get so bored with it. Really? And like, and the, the, yeah. But I'd love to do it. I just want to not feel brainwashed while I'm doing it. <laughs> How do you feel brainwashed? It's just the way they're too calm and it makes me uneasy. <laughs> like, I just don't like it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, oh my God. Breaking Bad or Orange is the New Black? That's kind of a cruel question. Oh, man. I don't know. I guess I really liked Orange is the New Black first season, but I guess for the rest, Breaking Bad. Have you seen the third season, though? I did. I wasn't. It was a little. Yeah, we really liked it. It was better than the second one, I thought, but it was a little bit. There was a little bit that was too far fetched for me in that one. Have you seen the show Wentworth? No. Check it out. It is amazing. It's along the exact same lines, but a bit more dramatic, and it's based in Australia. It is an Australian I like, show. Th- I mean, the accent alone will make it more interesting. Oh, yes. So. <laughs> Some, yes. <laughs> Toronto or Boston? Toronto. Indie or major? Indie. Lost <clears throat> or Orphan Black? Oh, why? Because they're both I've, fantastic shit. Oh God, because I've, I've been Facebook stalking you and I know all the things you like and I'm making uh, you choose between them. Which are apparently all the same things I like, which are cre- is creepy. So, like, get on my I, head. Yeah. I've got to catch up on Orphan Black, so I'm going to say Lost. 
And because just, Lost yeah. is finished, so you, you know. Although, in some ways, could you really look back at Lost in the last season and be like, "That was just perfect"? No, I still love the show. But oh. the first two seasons were strong enough to carry the mess of the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, I there think. We go, there we go. <laughs> Doctor Who or Sherlock? Doctor Who. Green Day or Blink One Eight Two? Uh, I guess Green Day. Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? Celine Dion. Wow. I liked her uh, her song <laughs> that I can't remember the title of now. <laughs> You're such a fan. <laughs> it was like I remember the video, but I don't remember the name. Describe of the video. I might. She was. It. it was. It was dark. <laughs> it was dark, and she's like running through. Oh, her all house. the videos. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's got a powerful you know. voice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I love yeah, that you I knew mean, just based off the video. <laughs> I kind of had a feeling it might be that. Do you know that was written by Meatloaf? Are you no? Are you being serious? And Meatloaf's, Meatloaf released it with a Norwegian singer. Oh yeah, I know that. Raven. Oh wow. yeah, I know the original version too. Yeah, he released uh, it kind of more recently. Um, Celine's version's better. Sorry, Meatloaf. Ooh, controversial. <laughs> controversial. In case he's watching, yeah. he watches every week. He watches every week. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's, he's gonna watch this episode though. He's kind of got this thing against you. So yeah, we'll especially now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, The Office or Arrested Development? Uh, Arrested Development minus the last season. Oh, the, I the like Netflix the last... one. The and the weird one. one. Yeah, it the newest weird. one. It was. Do you know why it was weird? No, I I couldn't finish it. Why was it weird? I... Well, one of the reasons it was weird is because of the scheduling of all the characters. They oh. basically all had completely different schedules, which is why. They hardly ever are in the same scene together. Oh. They all have filmed individual. But they want to make it work. Yeah, and I thought it worked. I think um, you're probably like me. I liked it, but I didn't love it. And I would probably go back and watch it again. And I'd probably enjoy it much more the second time around. And I think maybe yeah. we both need to revisit it together. I, separately. I, I, li- <laughs> I like that I know that because... It- it's a lot better than just like what happened here, you know? Yeah. Where does this yeah, go At wrong? least there's a reason for it, yeah. Yeah. Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton with his paragraph? No, I don't really care for either, but <gasps> I guess Michael Jackson. Really? You're the first guest on the show. Really? That has ever Sorry. not been a Michael most Jackson people fan. Are, most people are pretty you know, passionate either way. Well, even if they pick yeah. Bolton, they're always like, which has been like three times, they're always <laughs> like, but MJ, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm I respect shy. him. I respect what he did, but I just don't really care about his music that much. I feel that way about a lot of, like, the Beatles, Bob Dylan. Don't care. Right. Yeah. Really no, I got you. I can relate. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, like, the, the greats. And people are like, they're the best ever. I'm like, mm. yeah. Lots of respect, uh, but just don't care. I just uh. don't really want to listen to them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Twerk or work? Work. <laughs> Ricky Gervais. Oh. What? I don't understand. No, I was saying work, <laughs> but then I was like, that still kind of sounds like twerk. So I wanted to be clear that it was work with a W. Oh, but twerk has work. a W too. Oh, yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Gervais or Ricky Martin? I guess Martin. Yeah. There you go. Whale or kale? <laughs> Whale. <laughs> Bet Midler or the Riddler? I don't know. I don't know enough about... I, I don't care about either of them. <laughs> I guess or they're Fiddler. fiddler. I don't know. We can do the Fiddler. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea of a Fiddler. Okay, we'll <laughs> go with Fiddler then. <laughs> and the final question, which is the most important question you're going to be asked in your whole life today. 
Ross or Marcio? I knew that was going to be it. <clears throat> That's an unfair question. Uh-huh. We're aware. But I guess if I had to pick, I would have to say Ross only oh. because he introduced me. And it was the line. It was the chain. I would have never oh. met you without Ross. Oh. oh, so you're only picking Ross because without Ross, you would have known me. So uh, that so seems like the only more fair like me. Uh, I mean, like I don't care. I, 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 still, I still win. So. Ross, wait, Ross always gets picked. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, no, 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 no. We should no, probably no. give a tally. We have to go through all our episodes because I'm pretty sure you ha- it's like 70-30. <laughs> Oh. It's okay. I just. Uh, I mean, they still love you. No, some that's of fine. That's fine. You just you can do the rest of the interview now. I I will say I like uh, your room better because I really like the bright red. Yes, that's awesome, nice. Isn't it? Yes, it's bold. It's very bold. I used to have a wall like around. that. Yeah, yeah, and if you saw part of my wall, it's like orange and like got squares and weird artistic things on there. So it's just like yeah, whispering very quiet for some reason. Okay, so what have you been listening to lately, Angela? I kind of, I'm not super adventurous, so I tend to get stuck on the same three artists and just listen to them for a really long time. So I've been listening to a lot of Frank Turner and Andrew McMahon a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, Were you a um, fan of uh, the, uh, of uh, Jack's Mannequin? Yes. Yes. Yeah. See, I was more of a fan of something corporate. I never yeah, I, really I was, got into Jack's Mannequin. Mannequin. Yeah, we just said the exact same time, the opposite thing. <laughs> I never got into <laughs> yeah, something yeah. corporate, yeah. It was all Jack's Mannequin. I heard yeah. something... Something Corporate was the first project of his I heard. And then I started getting into Jack's Mannequin and then now his solo stuff. Which is all him anyways. He I know. I know. It's all, all it's, it. Just different branding. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I also listened to the Airborne Toxic event quite a bit. And Marina and the Diamonds. I'm, I'm, this is probably sounds terrible. I'm really picky with, with female vocalists. Like I, I have a very specific taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, she is just brilliant. I just really like her. I, I cool. saw her at Boston Calling, and it was one of those moments where I was like, oh, I just fell in love with her performance. <laughs> cool. Nice. I know she's got very interesting uh, stage performance. I've seen yeah. a few, a few uh, clips of live shows, and yeah, they look very interesting. She seems really genuine, though, and I think that's part of the reason I like her. She looks like she's genuinely having a great time up there, mm-hmm. as opposed to it just being processed. So I awesome. Like very cool. So everyone can go uh, find you on Twitter at... Uh, at Angela underscore Mastro um, to find you directly. And if they want to check out your PR site, that's Muddy Paw PR. That's M-U-D-D-Y-P-A-W-P-R. And uh, your uh, magazine, uh, your blog website, sorry, is infectiousmagazine.com. And uh, also make sure to add Muddy Paw PR on uh, Twitter. Uh, you're also on Instagram, the same yeah, and tags and Facebook and and Sawyer has an Instagram. Sawyer is my dog. That's oh why my god! <laughs> wow. And it's it's just Muddy Sawyer on Instagram. Are you your dog's publicist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone has to be right. Someone has to be. Uh, if you want to know what I've been up to, go to marcinavalley dot com. Uh, I have a new uh, side project that's uh, coming out called Midnight Soundtrack. I'd love you uh, all to check that out. And if you want to find out what I'm doing, you can visit electrickiwi.co.uk. A couple of recent sites that I launched, um, I've just worked with an artist called Omnia Higazi. Uh, She's awesome uh, from New York. Uh, So her website is omniahigazi.com. And I've just worked with an Australian artist called Mark Seymour. uh, And you'll find his site at markseymour.com.au. Awesome. This has been so great, Angela. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's uh, been our pleasure. Well, maybe my it wasn't Ross's pleasure. It's been my pleasure. Maybe <laughs> Ross's it's been very, like, uh, it's been very pleasurable for everyone. <laughs> I think. 
<laughs> okay. It just got weird, but okay. You know what? No, it got weird ages ago. It got weird when Marcy and I first met. Like, this is true. That's Keep the weird alive. It's what we do. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.